0: We're all about the hacks here on the 5-Minute Food Fix. And today, Simon, you're going to bring all the hacks for a stew to make it good, to keep it interesting.
1: I am because I think stew's perfect for this time of year, right? Warming, nutritious, lovely, gorgeous leftovers. They're wonderful. You take that first spoonful and you're like, oh, this is Lovely. And then you take the second spoonful, and it's the same. (laughs) And then you tell me about the fifteenth. Exactly. So we're going to try and make the fifteenth mouthful as interesting and wonderful and delicious as the first.
0: Oh, I'm excited. I'm Yumi Stein, and I'm
1: Simon Davis. This is your
0: five minute food fix. I find I'm a bit the same about ice cream. It's like the first mouthful is really exciting, and then what do you do after that? It's just so <laughs> Where do you
1: go? Yeah. Well, back into the tub, in my case, you know I mean <laughs> for another one. I think that's gorgeous. But yeah, it's a similar sort of thing with a stew, right? It can because it's cooked down for ages, and all those flavours have melted together and mm-hmm. become gorgeous and unctuous. And uh, you know, you get all the nutrition through from the meat. The collagen's released, and you know, all the, all the goodness is there. Everything's come together, which makes it gorgeous. But it also means that everything. Taste of each other. Yes. Know, it all tastes the same. Yeah. 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 So that really is the stew's greatest strength but also the stew's greatest weakness. So it's kind of what we do with that, how we play with that. Okay, like I'm, okay. Like I'm most interested in
0: Okay, great. Stew. We yeah. will talk you through a stew recipe at the end of this episode, but let's mm. get into how to keep it interesting for people like us who get bored.
1: Yeah. So I think we've talked on our slow cooker episode about making certain the cooking of the stew is right. That's really important to make sure you braise off your meat and get everything right in advance, your aromatics and bits and pieces in there. Yeah. So that's important. So for listeners, they should go back and have a listen for... the basic building blocks of making the stew itself. But I think the key to not getting bored, Yumi, Mm. is to think about the bits that go with or accompany or are Part of the stew. So and you
0: mean like garnishes or sides? Yeah, look,
1: uh, yeah, I don't mean sides really because you can get as creative as you want with that and mm. do whatever you want. But I mean the bits that finish the stew that that kind of take it away from just being that one note wonder and elevate it into something amazing. Okay, yeah. Tell me more. So I'm thinking, I'm talking things like dumplings, you mean that become part of the stew? Stop yeah. Have you I think a lot of people are put off by that idea because yeah. it's time consuming, but you, an easy dumpling. You don't need doesn't need to be a complicated thing you might have some leftover mashed potato for example in right. the fridge combine that with a bit of flour and uh, you know season it and you know maybe some of your favorite seasonings yeah and then pop that on top of the stews coming towards its end in the oven You can have like a, a cobbler like a cobbler think of the stew that's as amazing. A cobbler. I've
0: never done that I've never seen yeah. it done I've never had it served to me that sounds oh. so delicious well,
1: we'll be doing that soon you yeah it's okay, a good right. way to go mm. so that's one really interesting thing you can do another thing is just a, a simple finish of a topping so something like your croutons are amazing right similar thing if you don't have time for a dumpling just take out the jar of those scatter those on top of it towards the end shove the grill up high maybe a big old drizzle of olive oil some chopped rosemary Yum. or something like that and then you've got those textural elements right. in the stew too because i think that's one of the things the texture can all be the same so and can i just interject
0: that. here there is an earlier episode about the the croutons that I have written about in our new cookbook, mm. which Simon has described as the best croutons he's ever eaten.
1: They really are life-changing <laughs> croutons, Yumi. They are I love incredible. that idea
0: of them going on the stew too. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah, we can take them on so many journeys we get <laughs> to take them on, Yumi. I'm very excited about their future. Yeah, But they definitely have a place here in this stew.
0: Could I ask too just about the stew? Because I did this with pasta the other mm. day. It was a really plain sort of shop-bought ravioli, yeah. with grated cheese, and I just sautéed off some spinach. Yes last pass I squeezed over some lemon and it really elevated everything yeah. I was like I don't know if lemon belongs here but it's certainly
1: it's a gorgeous appreciate could thing you to do that a with a stew absolutely right you can do that okay. with a stew you can add the lemon like that as the juice just yeah. over the top it towards the end and serve it I think that's a really good idea or you can incorporate that lemon in what the Italians would call a cremelata which is to kind of grate off the zest maybe add a bit of chopped rosemary Uh, with that too and maybe some breadcrumbs if you've got some around you know lovely stale breadcrumbs you don't need those so Mm. it's kind of whatever you want it to be and then scatter that over the top with some flaky sea salt at the end too drizzle of olive oil you've suddenly added so much interest to that kind of lovely earthy stew underneath.
0: Okay, so let's just talk stews quickly. Let's say you've got 900 grams of stewing beef, you know, sort of cubed up. What do you do after that?
1: Well, I'd suggest that we should then talk about a lovely Greek stew, where it adds an ingredient in there that's a bit special. Those cocktail onions you can get in the supermarket. Little pickling ones. Yeah, the little pickling ones. Mm -hmm. You can get them in the bags. So it's a really easy stew. You heat up two tablespoons tablespoons of olive oil in a large heavy pan. You add your 900 grams of stewing beef and the one chopped onion and you cook it and brown it all over. And then you add all your other ingredients to the stew. So so four finely chopped garlic cloves, quarter of a cup of red wine, half a cup of beef or chicken stock, quarter of a cup of red wine vinegar, five tablespoons of tomato paste... A bit of ground cinnamon, you mean just a mm. little pinch. And a, a fresh bay leaf or a couple of dried bay leaves. And just bring it up to the boil.
0: And those little tiny onions, do they go in unpredicted? Oh they're
1: about they're gonna come in soon. They're um, gonna come in soon. Okay. So you're gonna reduce the heat, cover it with a lid yep. and simmer it for about ninety minutes. So an hour and a half. And then at that point, you add those onions. You've peeled them. Mm -hmm. You pop them into the stew. They don't need as long as the beef, you see, otherwise they'll collapse. And then you just cook it for another 15 to 20 minutes. And there you have it. You've got this stew that has all that wonderful unctuous flavour of the beef. Mm. But then you occasionally pop one of those little morsels of onion into your mouth and it just explodes with flavour and you've got that contrast we were talking about with the toppings there in the stew itself.
0: Amazing! Okay, I've got your recipe here in front of me. I write the show notes for this podcast did you know that do
1: you mean you're an amazing what a
0: diligent little slave to the (laughs) podcast i am so i'm going to make sure this recipe goes in our show notes and you can see it all there but get among the textures with your stew yeah do that delicious this has been your five minute food fix